This episode is sponsored by the Dragon Ambient Experience, or DAX, from Nuance, a Microsoft company. Cut documentation time in half with clinical documentation that writes itself. 79% of physicians experience a better work-life balance with DAX, and 70% feel less burned out and fatigued. Patients love it too. 85% say their physician is more personable and conversational. Visit nuance.com slash beckers to explore what DAX can do for you. That's N-U-A-N-C-E dot com slash B-E-C-K-E-R-E-S. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Peta Ann Anderson, Chief Nursing Officer at Jackson North Medical Center. Peta, Ann, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Good morning, Laura, and thank you for having me on the, on the podcast today. It was a pleasure. It's a pleasure getting to to introduce myself and talk a little bit more of what's going on in healthcare at Jackson North. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm excited to have you on because I know a lot of the listeners in our audience today, you know, are really um, just having a lot of the same um, challenges as well as seeing opportunities um, in the healthcare space, just as you are. So I'm excited to dive into some of the questions. But before we do that, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background in Jackson North Medical Center? Sure, absolutely. So as you said, I'm the Chief Nursing Officer at Jackson North Medical Center, which is a community hospital within a Jackson Health system. I, it's a currently, it's a 382-bed facility, and we serve a diverse population. Prior to this role, I've served for over 15 years in um, several leadership roles that has influenced nursing and operations in the healthcare industry. I completed my Master of Science degree at um, Walden University, and I'm currently pursuing my DNP at Walden as I, I, I strive to be someone of a lifelong learner. I'm also a recipient of a U Doctors of Humane letter that I received from ba Barry University for my work that I did during the pandemic. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And, you know, congratulations on going through the DNP process. I think certainly it makes a big difference. And I can imagine being that lifelong learner and somebody who's striving to always get better really helps your teams too. Absolutely. Now, I'm wondering if you could talk about what are some of your top priorities right now? I know there's a lot happening in the healthcare space. And so from your perspective, where are you spending most of your time? So great question, Lauren. You're so right. As a nurse executive, there is so much going on. And, and if I would say, I would say the practices and processes in our healthcare facility, especially at Jackson North right now, is very fluid. But I must say, I want to laser focus and prioritize on employee engagement, staff retention, and our ED capacity. So I think like most of the healthcare facilities that went through the pandemic and we had the staff turnover, nurses traveling, we had nursing burnout, and now we're faced with all these challenges of um, making sure that we can get back to some kind of normalcy with you know, our staffing and making sure that our employees feel like they have a voice and, and, and get them engaged where they want to be at a place where they want to work. So at Jackson North, we've done a phenomenal job at, with our HR partners, you know, in, in filling our, our nursing um, roles at Jackson North. During the pandemic, we had significant turnover 
but we have reduced our turnover significantly over the last year and filled our, our, our vacancies where we have reduced our um, premium pays. Some of the things that we're doing is um, we have our employee activity council that's led by the staff. We want our staff to feel like they have a voice and what they want to happen in their space. Another thing that we're currently doing, we're using the Care Connect tool because we know that you know, it's good to, to, to recruit and bring the staff in. The most important thing that we as nurse executives must understand is that we have to retain them. So I'm focusing on how can I retain? So we have our Care Connect tool that we do some point checking with leaders. Before we used to do 60, 90, now we're doing 10 days, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and 120 days with each new employee nurses that are, are onboarded. And then every 30 days after that for the first year, because what we noticed that our turnovers was during that first year. And nonetheless, with the shortage of nursing schools, we're getting a lot of nurses that are, are brand new. So we have to make sure that we're focusing on onboarding and retention at this time. Now, another thing that we have to work on, which goes hand in hand with, you know, employee engagement, staff satisfaction and retaining is our ED capacity. So Jackson Nord, and, and I think most hospitals um, are facing the same thing because I, I talk to other executives and I hear that they're having the same things where they're seeing their ED. Now patients are coming back to the hospital. So they're faced with high capacity, right? So that's one of the things that we're facing in my facility right now. As we emerge for the hospital of choice, I think it's, it's critical as the nurse executive leader to make sure that we are providing safe, effective care while maximizing throughput and operational efficiency. The overcrowding of the ER as a, as a merge and is a pressing concern for me as the nurse, the CNO at Jackson North. Um, this is compromising patient care and it places strain on our staff as well. So that goes hand in hand why I need to focus on that. And if you think about it, it's the two important things in, the, in our healthcare, the patients and the staff, patient and people, we must focus on these. And these, both of these priorities will give us the leverage we need to ensure that our staff are not feeling burned out, there's no strain, so they can provide that excellent care to our patients and our patients can leave to say that we receive high quality, safe care when we came to Jackson North Hospital. That's amazing to hear. You know, and I, I really love that focus on the people side of it, whether it's your teammates or the patients and, and their families that you're working with. It's so important in healthcare to have that kind of personal relationship and really understand what people need on a human level. And, you know, when you talk about that and then coupled with, um, I just, I so appreciate you weaving in there too, um, the very tactical aspects of making sure that, you know, you're dealing with some of the emergency department issues, patient flow, capacity, those are so such big challenges um, within yes. the healthcare space today. Um, so, you know, it's just fascinating to hear how you're tackling those and troubleshooting some of those issues. I'm wondering, you know, kind of given where we're at today, how do you see the organization evolving over the next two to three years or so? What do you see as being um, areas where you'll improve on and what is um, on deck for, for your, I guess, key priorities next? 
Well, I, you know, as we were involved in the next two to three years, and as we know, um, the increased cost due to inflation, new technology coming out, we want to increase our technology to allow better patient safety and throughput. We also know that that may cause some delays as well with some of the workforce who are not tech savvy. So those are some of the things we're thinking about. So I think as we, we, we look to the future in the next two years, we will need to be doing some constant review of patients, costs, and physicians to make sure the patients are informed and moving through the system quickly in order for hospitals to be profitable due to the changing environment. We have an increased amount of patients due to age and the overall expectation, and rightly so. When a patient comes to the hospital, they should receive top-notch care. I, as the CNO, when I go to a facility, I expect the best technology, the best patient care. I want to be moved through safely and efficiently. I don't want to stay three, four days in a hospital bed where I can become get hospital-acquired infection when I can really move to the, the, the system efficiently. So I think as an organization, we need to do look at that. So that's where we're going to focus on how we're moving our patients through the system effectively to be that hospital of choice where we provide safe care and our employees want to be a part of something that's so, so exciting. Absolutely. And, and I, I think that's such an important aspect of healthcare. I love your passion around that. I can certainly hear it in your voice. And to your point on how you can um, inspire families and patients to really understand and see what you're doing uh, to improve and get better, obviously having the best technology, the best teams in place and the best opportunities for patient care is just um, just an amazing mission. And for those who maybe might not be as tech savvy or might be a little bit um, anxious or nervous, you know, or, or not really understanding why it's so important to for the hospital and the health system to, um, you know, leverage these technologies and, and move a little bit quicker than you have in the past, bring patients through or otherwise. Um, how do you kind of approach those challenges, both with the staff members who are um, skeptical as well as patients? Well, I think we have to do a lot of education. It starts first with our frontline staff right? Educating them on the whys, not just we're going to use this, but we have to let them understand why we're using it and what is the end result? What does it look like? How is it going to make your job more effective where you can move along safer and efficiently? And then after the staff understands, they can speak to that with our patients, right? because they're the ones who are delivering the care at the bedside. So I think we have to do a lot of um, education and more education until our staff are able to be able to be proficient. It's, I think if you think back when, uh, when we came out with the electronic health record, it's no different. It's something that every one of us had to learn. Me as a nurse, I remember I was a part of the team that rolled out the EHR in my organization. I was a staff nurse at that time, and I knew there was challenges with it, but we overcame those challenges and look where we are today. So I think if we look at the AI, the technologies that are coming out, yes, we know that there's going to be challenges um, with those who are not as savvy, including myself. However, we know that 
is going to make it better for our staff and for our patients. And that's my focus, patients and our, and our staff members. Amazing. I, I love it. Thank you so much for the insight there. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I was wondering if you could talk about a change that you or your team has made that really yielded great results recently. Yes, Laura, I would like to talk a little bit about one of the, the program that we initiative that we did at Jackson North. So again, I go back to the pandemic where we saw an increased um, surge of um, hospital-acquired infections. So since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, the prevalence of um, hospital-acquired MRSA in our tele-unit was, in, was increasing significantly. And as a nurse leader, that became a very concerning point for me and for my team as well. So we had a group of us that we decided how we're going to make an impact to really um, put um, insulate different things to really get this under um, control. So we decided to, to uh, enroll in our program with the AHRQ, the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality on their MRSA safety program. And we started that program in 2021 uh, of the last quarter of our fiscal year. And we saw a significant decrease in our MRSA bacteremia in our telemetry unit, and not just in the tele unit, but across the entire facility. So we had monthly webinars where we had our infection prevention um, director, myself as a team lead. We had physician partnership, nursing leaders. Uh, it was a whole uh, group of collaboration to really get this to where we have reached the, the, the SIR that we wanted to be. So we're very proud of that. That included our safety fair. We started the quarter where we were having up to 10 uh, MRSA bacteria hospital acquired that, that year. And I'm proud to say in 2023, we only had one MRSA in our hospital. So we're very proud of that. Wow, that's amazing. What great results and, and certainly something to be really proud of with your team. Um, yes. is, is that something you've celebrated, getting those great results? Absolutely. We celebrated. We had a banner. We had a party. Um, we made a big deal about it. That's one thing we focus a lot on at Jackson North. We do a lot of um, employee celebration because we want our staff to know that we pre appreciate them. We're happy for the work that they're doing. And no one can impact the, the, the patient experience better than our staff. So with all of that, the staff, actually, I'm glad you asked that question, Laura, because I didn't mention it, but the staff was a big part of this because they all had to watch the safety, the science of safety video, and they took this on. They had champions. We made posters. So the staff, really, really, we, the leaders met in the boardroom, but at the front line, the staff were the leaders at the bedside. So we're very proud of them. And yes, we did a big celebration for them and we continue to cheer them on and celebrate as they continue with zero MRSA uh, infection in that unit. I love it. Peter Ann, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun and interesting discussion and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you, Laura. It was a pleasure sharing.
This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode.